Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Good morning. Toronto. What's happening? Another week. My weekend was great. Hey, mine too. Yeah, mine was great. Um, really, really good. Came across some new edibles. No oh boy. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. Uh, 10, 10 milligrams is all you need. Really? Okay. They come in 40s. But I'm going to tell you something. Mm. Uh, me and the wife split a 40. It was a little too much on Saturday night. Oh, boy. Uh, she, she, put the dose, she put the dose down to just about 10. It's right where you need to be. Lovecraft Country was amazing last night. Well, I mean, it's well, always yeah. amazing. Really amazing when you're on an edible. I'm going to throw that mm-hmm. out there. Mango mm-hmm. right. well, ginger. I, I did my uh, my longest ride. Uh, we rode 106 <laughs> miles on Saturday. How much gel does that take? Uh, it's the same gel, but uh, it was it was a tough one. It was a long ride. We, we, we were actually on that bike for six hours and about 49 minutes. Riding mm. from um, damn near Queens to uh, the tip of Long Island, so ooh, from the Queens, the Queens to the tip. I love where this is going. Yeah, you are stupid. This is amazing. Man. You are stupid. Dropping so, the clues bombs for envy, having the tolerance for that long ride. You stupid. But yeah, so it was a, it was a long ride. It was a tough ride, but you know we did we did it. So felt good. Felt good to from finally the Queens get to, that. to the tip. Yeah, I hate this guy. Yeah, so <laughs> I was on that bike. A hundred, uh, we, we rode for 106 miles. So shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the cyclists and bikers out there. Why well, you couldn't go 169 miles? That was tough. 105 was tough enough. Maybe the next one. I'll invite you on that one. Well, it was my mom's birthday this weekend. Shout out to my mama. Happy birthday, okay. mama. You, you know, you every, year I do, every year we do something really special for her birthday. This was the first year we couldn't really do it, but just money. You know, it's always appreciated, I guess, during this time, especially. But like, the past couple of years, we had, like, a big dinner at Mr. Chow's, got the private room. The year before mm-hmm. that, took her to Montserrat uh, twice. This year, it was like, it felt bad. But she's fine with it. Okay. She's fine That's with beautiful. it. I told her, once things uh, clear back up and we can go out again, we'll definitely make up for it. All right. Well, happy birthday, Mama Yee. Let's get the show started. Happy born day. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we'll be talking about Donald Trump and his tax returns. They uh, There was a New York Times expose. Now, of course, Donald Trump is saying this is fake news, but we'll tell you what was in these documents. All right, we'll plug get, Trump. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. I don't even know why I'm doing sports scores, but I'll do them. All right, Texans, uh, Steelers beat the Texans 28-21. 
Eagles and Bengals. They were tied in overtime. Wow. All right. The Giants lost to the San Francisco 49ers, 36-something. I, uh, the Patriots beat the Raiders, 36-20. The Titans beat the Vikings, 31-30. The Washington football team lost to the Browns. Uh, the Rams lost to the Bills. Uh, the Bears beat the Falcons, 30-26. Now, how did your, how did your Cowboys do, Charlemagne? I'll tell you. They lost to the Seahawks 38-31. Buccaneers beat the Broncos 28-10. The Lions beat the Cardinals 26-23. And the Packers beat the Saints 37-30. And tonight in Monday Night Football, the Chiefs take on the Ravens. I don't think that, um, you know, we should be watching football, especially being that, you know, these guys are out there, you know, risking their lives because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, So I don't know how I feel about football. Oh, now you don't especially, know. <laughs> now you don't know. My like was, oh yeah, I just gave the the uh, Falcons donkey today. This oh, I don't, we shouldn't be watching football. Huh? Mm. What happened? You heard me. I huh? and congratulations to Miami. Miami beat Boston one twenty five one thirteen. They'll be playing the Lakers for the chip. Now what else okay. you got easy? All right, now, Donald Trump, it looks like, according to a New York Times expose, in 10 out of 15 years, starting in 2000, Donald Trump did not pay any any federal taxes at all. As a matter of fact, in 2016 and 2017 each, Donald Trump paid just $750 in federal income taxes, which is way less than a lot of Americans who have been working hard. And this is very hypocritical. If you recall, Donald Trump, when Barack Obama was president, tweeted out, Barack Obama, who wants to raise all our taxes, only pays 20 20.5% on $790,000 salary. Do as I say, not as I do. And here is Hillary Clinton back in 2016 talking about how Donald Trump doesn't pay federal income taxes. Or maybe he doesn't want the American people, all of you watching tonight, to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the only years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. Trump would include bonds for Donald Trump. How does he do it? Teach me. I need Trump. I need Trump to pass the plug. I sent that article to my financial folks yesterday. Salute to my brother Humble, and I said I demand more. I know that they put this story out, and it's supposed to make us resent Donald Trump, but it doesn't. I just want to know how I can pay little to nothing in taxes my damn self. Okay, pass the now, plug. Now Tony Schwartz who wrote Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal, said even he was surprised by the sheer brazenness of Donald Trump's behavior and said it would be the kind of mind that thinks I can get away with paying no taxes on hundreds of millions of dollars in income. And by the way, he's going to have, I think they said, $300 million that he owes within the next four years from loans that he's taken out. So they're saying things could get very desperate for him. Now, here's how Donald Trump responded. The New York Times has been doing fake story after fake story. I've never seen anything like it. And people understand it. And people, that's why the the media has such a low approval rating now because of what they've done. Pass the goddamn plug. Uh, I think it was last year, the year before last. Amazon paid zero dollars in taxes. Clearly, these folks have figured out all the Nintendo cheat codes that I want in. I need the Contra code for the IRS. I need the code that gets me 99 lives and Super Mario paying taxes. Okay, how do I get right to Mike Tyson? All right, <laughs> you and me both. We're gonna, we gonna really sit here and act like we wouldn't want this, 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 this these loopholes. Absolutely. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Please. Now, Donald Trump has also revealed his platinum plan for Black Americans. He could have done this while he was, you know, all four years of being in office, but he actually uh, unveiled this plan where he is supposedly going to spend $500 billion on black Americans 
And he also announced that if he wins a second term, it'll be a push for economic development and he'll be loaning money and a pledge to designate Juneteenth as a federal holiday, which I felt was something that was already in the works, right? That other people were already trying to uh, mm-hmm. make happen. So this is a new announcement that he's done. Yeah, I saw the platinum plan. Um, you know, people from 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 his side were sending that to me this weekend. My thing is this, uh, you're the president of the United States of America. You don't have to make any policy commitments. If you really want this money to go to the black community, push it through now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm like, why did you wait until it's time for an election? I mean, I don't listen. I don't mind that. This, we're we're in dream selling season. Both sides are doing he nothing. He could have been doing this. He's the president. Exactly. If he can but, but, appoint a new but, Supreme Court justice, you can also start this plan now. Well, yeah, one side can press it through already. But I mean, listen, all of them could have been doing stuff. That's why anything you hear from either side around this time of year is just them trying to sell us a dream. But he is the president of the United States of America. You really want to make something shake? Push that five hundred billion through right now. All right. Through the black community. Let's see you let's see you do it right now. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you got a vet, maybe you had a great weekend, or maybe your weekend was horrible. Whatever it may be. 800 585 1051 Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Who's this? Yo, it's Rick. What's going on, MB? What's going on, Charlemagne? Good morning, Angela. Good morning to all y'all. What's up, brother? Rick, what up, yes, man? Yo, y'all sound like a bunch of jaded Republicans, which y'all rich. I'll pass the plug. Man, the most patriotic thing you can do other than being in the army or being in the military is paying your taxes, man. You guys made so much money. Y'all don't want to pay taxes no more? I didn't say I, I didn't never say said we I didn't want to pay taxes. I never said that. I never said pass the plug. I, I, I said pass the plug. Every, if I, I could reduce I, my every, taxes, yeah. I would reduce my taxes. There's not an American Everything. alive that does not want to pay less in taxes. You're lying yeah, to yourself. No, I'm not saying that you don't want to pay less, but you talk about passing the plug like you don't want to pay at all. I owe the IRS right now. I'm paying them back. I owe them like 20. I don't make half as much money as y'all do. I make six figures, but I don't make that much. But trust me, the they take over. They, trust the me, they do take. They take over forty percent of my paycheck. Forty three percent of the taxes. Every gotta, single, you, you remember, all the time. Remember. So we definitely remember, pay taxes. You got to remember, as American, there's kids on welfare, there's school programs, there's federal programs, there's people that benefit from us paying taxes. Now, do my I want to pay less, tax, less taxes? I wish I could pay less taxes, but I'm blessed yes. enough to make more money than other people, so I shouldn't be front. We should be scorning Donald Trump for not paying taxes, not talking about passing hey. the plug. Let's keep our narrative well, Rick, straight here. Well, guess what? We need to be we need, we need to be scolding Amazon, Delta Airlines, Chevron, General Motors, Motors, EOG Resources, we, we, Whirlpool. We, Netflix. Yeah, you don't think people are enraged that those companies aren't paying taxes and those people? Absolutely. Those companies making billions of dollars a year? Remember when remember when Bernie Sanders was there and he was talking about the one percent and we were all on Bernie's bandwagon, right? And then all of a sudden now we talk about pass the plug. Let's keep our narrative straight here. Man, okay, listen. and let's also and let's also understand that you can't say y'all because I did not ever say that. Well you can say Lenard McKelvey. A.K.A. Charlemagne the God. Yes, I want to pay as little in taxes as possible. I'm with you. I yes, want to pay as little taxes as possible as well. You make more, you're, and, you're blessed and highly and, favored, man. You're, you're making a lot of money. You and Rick, let me tell you something. Ho, 
What's Rick, up? let me tell you something else. You know why? Because if I knew that my tax dollars were actually going to the people who need it, I would have no problem paying but, but, my but, taxes. But here what Charlemagne, if you don't pay taxes, then no money don't go nowhere, bro. It ain't so going to them anyway. You see in the hood. All them school lunches you used to eat. Those and it's going to the hood. I, I see the areas where my tax dollars go, and they don't look like us. Yeah, yeah, well, I rather I rather I rather be able to keep I rather be able to keep more of my money so I can give my money no, to the people who no need no it. no let's but, let's but be honest all these do, all these huge businesses are making billions of dollars in profit and paying nothing in taxes nothing true nothing true. in taxes that and that's and they're that's, actually, getting, that's they're actually right. getting money back they're actually they getting get money back. back that's not right so if you're upset that's that that's I said I don't want to pay that much in taxes I'm sorry then hey my word is but like there's no way these companies make billions and you know you have a good morning though bro. You, Rick, I'm you be cool. with you because I and said I want to pay less taxes. I, who don't? Everybody wants to pay less taxes. There's not an American know, alive that doesn't want to pay less taxes. All I know is right now Wesley Snipes is trending and it's for this very same topic. Well, he didn't Drop pay taxes and he went Wesley. to jail for it. Yeah, he said he's not Wesley going to pay taxes. had the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> and by the, way, by the way, the thing is, it's not that these folks are not paying taxes. They just found some type of loopholes. Well, they don't have to pay taxes. I don't even think what Trump did is illegal. I'm sure if you dig deep enough, it is. But well, what he's is he getting doing audited different? right. He's getting audited right now. What is he different? If you go, if you go look at the list of, of Fortune 500 companies that didn't pay taxes, oh my God. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Why are you arguing with somebody because you said you don't want to pay as much taxes? Like, is that a crime? Is that foul? I don't want to pay as much taxes because these billionaire. You know what? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. Perfect, perfect. Um, Perfect. I'm from Charlotte. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Peace, King. I'm 24. I kind of like to travel a lot. I be in Atlanta a lot, and I see a house that's up there. I'm going to get to see. There's a house out there with a big, you know, first-time buyer's discount on it, and I want to know if I can send it to you, MBE, Charlamagne, one of y'all, and y'all can look at it and get back to me on it because I'm ready to go take the next ride out there at 6.55 or 8 o'clock and go put that deposit down on this house. So I need to know. Well, you can send it to us, um, but if we don't know the area where it's at, we don't know the comps in the area, we don't know what the houses are selling for in that area, that's things that you have to do as a home buyer. So you have to check that out yourself. See what the, the, the last couple of homes sold in that area. See what homes are on the market for in that area. See how much work it needs to be done. If that does work, then it has to be done. And those are the things that you have to do and see. So... I mean, you have to do your due diligence, not just, hey, you know, well, I'll take a look at it for you, no problem, but you, those are the things that you need to check out. That's why I, I looked at it, I saw all of that was fine. I just wanted to know, should I just... I shoot it over. Huh? Yeah, this is my, in my IG. Shoot it over my IG, dear. I just sent it over to you just now. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm Tisha from Cali. How are you, hey, Tisha? Hey, Tisha. Hey, Tisha. Good morning. Good morning. I'm just calling in to shout out my phenomenal husband, Ephraim. We've been married for a year um, next weekend, and I just want to give him a shout out. I love you, Big Daddy, and also to our two kids, Andre and Zariah. They are killing it with the social distance um, learning out here. It has not been easy, but we are in a place of enjoyment and just looking forward to bigger and brighter things for next year. I just want to shout everyone out. Well, salute to you and your beautiful family. Congrats on the year. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Plenty more. Plenty more. Black 
There you go. That's right, brother. <laughs> That's right. Get right it off there. your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and since we're talking about presidential elections and presidents, let's talk about The Rock. He has, for the first time ever, publicly endorsed a candidate. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk The Rock. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. So for the first time ever, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, is endorsing someone for president, a candidate. And he actually did a conversation with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Listen to this. You know, look, I've got friends in all parties, but the one thing that we can always agree on is the conversation and the dialogue and where that conversation lands is always the most critical part. Now, this is something that I've certainly not done in the past. And as a registered independent for years now with centrist, excuse me, ideologies, I do feel that Vice President Biden and Senator Harris are the best choice to lead our country. And I am endorsing them to become president and vice president of our United States. All right. So he says Biden and Harris are the best choice to lead our country. I mean, that's big for the rock. No, I said that's big for the rock because, you know, I'm sure he's got supporters on both sides, so he doesn't have to do that. So, you know, because it's not good for his business, but clearly he's not thinking about business at a time like this. But I wonder how much do do celebrity endorsements matter to the American people nowadays? Well, I know The Rock's comments were in shambles after he made this announcement. If you could see all of the Trump supporters going crazy... You You're telling me Trump supporters, Trump supporters don't give a damn about what The Rock is cooking right now? Hmm? They were very angry. Okay, and speaking of The Rock, Aldous Hodge is set to star alongside The Rock in Black Adam, DC Comics' anti-hero Black Adam. So uh, Hodge will play the role of Hawkman, and Dwayne Johnson, as you know, is taking on the starring role. That's good, because Hawkman um, hails from Egypt, so that makes, that makes sense, even All though right, I'm not Michael- a DC fan. I know you're not. Uh, all right, Michael Jordan gave Travis Scott his blessing to use his mansion for his new music video without hesitation. So he took over Michael Jordan's mansion, and uh, that is for his latest single franchise. Yeah, that's the one he had in Chicago. That he's been trying to he's been trying to sell that that mansion for like I think like ten years. The mansion's dope, real real big. That's why I said which mansion. I'm sure Michael has a few. He has the one in Chicago with the big twenty three on the door. Okay. All right, now John Legend says that Americans will have to start thinking about going somewhere else if Donald Trump is reelected in this interview that he did with Cosmopolitan UK. He said, every once in a while you think about it, I don't know what one's supposed to do when you have a leader who is trying to destroy a democracy. And he said that we might have to think about leaving the country. John Legend forgot that he's rich, huh? When he says, when he says oh, we have to start thinking about leaving the country, no, those with means. The average American can't just up and leave the country, John. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, he gonna pay? He gonna pay? How many t- how many tickets you gonna pay for? And 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 housing and housing once we get there, John. Jesus, yeah. Christ. I, but I, I do hear people um, talking about doing things like that. So uh, there's definitely people who have left. I gotta remember the name of this book. This one woman wrote a book about how when Donald Trump got uh, elected, she actually moved to Paris, and she has a whole book about it. Yeah, she get wrote a name book about that book. Check. The average person can't just up and leave America, John. Well, no, she didn't write it till after. Like, after she had been living there for a while, she wrote a whole book about why she left. And she put it out independently. Mm. All right, now, 
Uh, Stacey Abrams is going to be guest starring in an animated Blackest special alongside Jesus and Meryl. And so that should be interesting. That's going to be coming out on October 4th. And mm-hmm. okay. uh, yeah, election special. So should be cool to watch. Okay. Drop on the clues bonds for Jesus and Meryl. They just dropped a book too. They put out a book um last week. It's, it's called Knowledge Darts. I can't remember the exact name of it. But yeah, Jesus and Meryl put a new book out yesterday. I mean, last week. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. God-level knowledge darts, life lessons from the Bronx. That's what it's called. Okay. All right, now, we got uh, front-page news coming up. Yee, what are we talking about? Yes, and let's talk about Breonna Taylor. We'll tell you what some new developments are as people are researching what really happened that night when she was fatally killed by the police. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee, and the General Insurance is making it easy to get the auto coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Get a personal quote in two minutes and drive off with insurance in 10. Give them a call at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Yeah, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. I don't know where the hell Envy is at the moment, but we got to get in the front page news, right, Yee? Yes, indeed. And I want to talk about Breonna Taylor this morning. Now, the only witness who claims to have heard police announce themselves at Breonna Taylor's door had changed his story. Aaron Sarpi is his name. And a lot of people were saying, where did this witness come from out of nowhere that wasn't present before? They said they did hear the police announce themselves. Well, Aaron was uh, there because I guess he was going to pick somebody up. And... Here is the original story that he told uh, when he first was questioned about the police who rammed through Breonna Taylor's door. Did you hear them identify themselves either to you or to anyone else? I saw, the uniform on, I saw the uniform on there, so I know, and when I looked through the window, I saw it was a lot of uh, police cars, and I saw, the, I saw uh, the, the armor car was parking on the left-hand side. I'm throwing it to me to, to get inside. Is this before the shooting or after the shooting? They were before the shooting. Did you ever hear anyone identify themselves as police? No, nobody identified themselves. Ah, well, that's the Man, witness who's saying that he did hear the police announce themselves. He was picking up his daughter from his brother's apartment, which is right above Breonna Taylor's, at the time of the raid. Now, listen to Attorney General Daniel Cameron talking about uh, this same exact account. Evidence shows that officers both knocked and announced their presence at the apartment. The officer's statements about their announcement are corroborated by an independent witness who was near in a proximity to apartment four. In other words, the warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant. I, I, but, but wasn't it a... Huh? I'm confused. I, th- I, th- I thought that they uh, had a no-knock warrant, so I never understood why they would announce themselves Right, during a no-knock warrant. warrant. Doesn't make any sense at all. They were plainclothes cops, too, by the way. So now this is a drastic change in his account. So a lot of people are saying, hmm, this is notable. And when it first came up, it was like, where did this come from? There was no witness before that said that the cops announced themselves. Well, the police uh, also said that uh, they didn't break down the door. But they clearly broke down the door because they used the battery. This is ridiculous. All right, now, in addition to all of this, ballistics report are raising questions in Breonna Taylor's shooting. Now, according to the ballistics report, they could not determine if Kenneth Walker, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, is the person who shot the officer. Now, I think this is interesting to know because he has a civil suit. 
and his civil suit raises the possibility that uh, the officer that was shot was shot by friendly fire from one of the other officers. So that is, uh, Mattingly is the officer who was shot. And so what they are saying is that it's definitely not uh, a given because if you remember, initially there were charges that were brought up against Kenneth Walker that were since dropped, right? So here is Mm -hmm. what Attorney General Daniel Cameron had to say. Mr. Walker admitted that he fired one shot and was the first to shoot. In addition to all the testimony, the ballistics report shows that the round that struck Sergeant Mattingly was fired from a 9mm handgun. The LMPD officers fired 40 caliber handguns. Listen, man, the only thing we know for sure about the Breonna Taylor case is that the case is some BS. Cops clearly trying to cover their ass for killing Breonna Taylor, and nobody is being held accountable for all the mistakes that were made, all the mistakes that were made in regards to this case. Yep. Too many conflicting stories. Now, Kenneth Walker is a licensed gun owner, right? And he has, mm-hmm. from the beginning, said that he fired a warning shot, that he was not firing at anyone. He was initially charged with attempted murder and assault following the incident, but those charges were dropped, and now he has a civil lawsuit against the Louisville Police Department. He says they never yeah. knocked, they never announced themselves before they forced open Brianna Taylor's door. Yeah, if you thought somebody was breaking in your house and, and you had a, a, a legal firearm, you would shoot too. Right. Simple as that. Absolutely. Bottom line, point blank, period. So once again, the only thing we know for sure about the Breonna Taylor case is that the case is some BS and cops are clearly trying to cover their ass for all the mistakes that were made in regards to this case. They said it was no forced entry, but clearly it shows that her door was busted open. Mm-hmm. The first police report that, you know, uh, said Breonna Taylor wasn't injured, even though she was dead from gunshot wounds. They executed the search warrant. Uh, before they executed the search warrant, they sent the ambulance away. He's supposed to keep the ambulance on the site. And the lieutenant lied on the probable cause affidavit, affidavit which was the basis for the no-knock search warrant to begin with. So there was so many mistakes made in this case. And a young lady is dead because of it. All right. Now, Florida has reopened their state's economy even throughout this whole pandemic. The governor, Ron DeSantis, has lifted all restrictions on restaurants and other businesses in Florida on Friday. I thought they were already open. I went down. I mean, people have been in Florida saying Florida's open, open. Like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But not? Atlanta's only on phase two. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think Atlanta just went to phase two like a week or so ago. I wonder what phase two I was two confused. Is, well, what it is open. is... The way that Florida was, um, I think it was less than half capacity in the restaurants. So now the restaurants can open at full capacity. He said, we're not closing anything going forward. And he said, the state is prepared if infections increase again. So uh, local governments are allowed to, however, limit their bars to 50% capacity if they so choose. And he's not going to stand in the way of them uh, fully reopening, though. So he bars cities and counties from collecting fines on people who violate social distancing rules or don't wear face masks. So if you're not wearing a face mask or if you want to have a large gathering, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. Matter of fact, on September 11th, Keisha Lance Bottoms announced that Atlanta was moving to phase two of reopening. And as we just heard, Florida has moved to what? Full phase No more now? phases. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah I, no phase I, at all. I, I'm confused because both those places have been looking wide open to me for the past month for or two time. or three. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. YOLO, I guess. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, let's talk taxes and paying taxes. Now, how was Rick the got gun- on our ass earlier? Rick got on our ass earlier because uh, we said when, when we heard Mm-mm. the story about Donald Trump not paying a lot of money in taxes, uh, myself, I can speak for myself. I'm like, pass the plug, goddammit. 
because I want to know how to pay less in taxes too. Absolutely. I would love for my taxes. I don't mind if it's going to things that I would like for it to go to, right? Like making sure I want everybody to be, have access to health care. I would want to make sure not. that... Right. And, you know, we're paying our taxes for things that we don't even support. And that's what's difficult about it for me. Yep. Now, nah, what's, difficult, what's difficult about it for me is when I see these billionaires and these, these multi-million dollar companies paying nothing for tax, and especially for the things that we use, like Amazon, right? Amazon pays no tax, which is crazy because Amazon Delta. makes multi-million, billions of company, billions of dollars. Their trucks, you know, are up and down these roads left and right. They, they ain't got to rep- rep- repair the roads. You know, same thing with Delta. Delta makes multi-millions, and they don't pay taxes. Donald Trump, millions. They don't pay taxes. I think they should have to. I don't yeah, think, I think it's I a matter of us do. not having to pay. I think they should have to. By the way, Amazon Prime Day is coming up October 13th no, look, and 14th. They found when I look at that list of, of, of politicians who had to pay money in taxes, I look at Joe Biden, three-something million dollars in taxes. Senator Harris, half a million dollars in, in taxes, I think. In 2017, I think uh, Elizabeth Warren was a quarter man. Like, why am I paying more taxes than all these people? I pay more taxes than all you of them. You pay more than Joe Biden? Biden? Oh. All <laughs> except for Joe Biden. Yep. All except for Joe mm-hmm. Biden. So, yes, yep, I- when I hear when I hear people pay less than taxes, yeah, pass the plug. I want to know how. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I want, yes. I, look, I'm, I'm with you. I am with you because Mr. IRS is sticking me up and continues to stick me up and doesn't even give me a kiss. He just sticks me up and just takes me. It would be dope if if there was a certain amount of money instead of you having to uh, pay it in taxes that you had to donate every single year to whatever causes or whatever. That would be, I think, amazing. And see, that's my thing. I know tax money would stick me that. I agree with you, and that's what I, in regard to my money, I do a lot of philanthropy, you know what I'm saying? So I know what I'm going to do with my money. I know I can put my money into the communities that need it and give it to the people that need it. I don't know what FICA them doing with my bread. Well, but that should, no give you a, that should give you a tax break the more money you donate. I mean, it does, but not like not like only paying $750. $750 on like, hundreds like, of millions yeah, of dollars of money. I, I donate no, a lot to no it. I get tax breaks for that, but $750? Nah. When you Amazon man. and you don't pay no taxes? None? Zero? Zero? Come on, man. Nah. Come on, man. You cannot be mad at the average American for seeing these people with these loopholes not paying taxes and be like, damn, I want that too. Yeah, so what's the Donald question? Trump, when Donald I hear Trump it? spent seventy thousand dollars on his hair and wrote that off on getting his hair done first. Celebrity Apprentice. I'm gonna look up his account later on. All right, mm-hmm. what's the question? Eight hundred five eight five one oh five one. What are we asking people this morning? Would you use the loopholes if you had them? Well, that's an easy one. All right, well, we'll open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about taxes and paying taxes. And your president, Donald Trump, only pays $750 a year in tax. Now, break it down a little bit for us, Yee. I mean, how can I break it down? He hasn't been paying taxes. And out of 10 out of 15 years, starting in 2000, he paid no federal income taxes whatsoever. So they said he paid just $750 in 2016 and 2017. Now, that is crazy. 
Now, earlier mm-hmm. this morning, somebody called in because Charlemagne and I both said that, yeah, we would love to know how he's doing it. We would love to know how he's paying less taxes. Uh, and somebody called in and said this. Do we have a play? Uh, we have a little audio, Rick? That was Rick who called in. Yo, y'all sound like a bunch of jaded Republicans, which y'all rich. I'll pass the plug. Man, the most patriotic thing you can do other than being in the army or being in the military is paying your taxes, man. You guys made so much money, y'all don't want to pay taxes no more? I didn't say I, I didn't never say said I didn't want to pay taxes. Pay ta- I never said that. I never said pass the plug. Uh, I, I, I said pass the plug. Every, if I, I could reduce I, my every, taxes, yeah. I would reduce my taxes. There's not an American every, alive that does not want to pay less in taxes. You're lying to yourself. No, I'm not saying that you don't want to pay less, but you talk about passing the plug like you don't want to pay at all. Listen, I know they want me to have resentment towards Trump for not paying any money in taxes, but it's very hard for me to be upset that he is taking advantage of whatever loopholes he's taking advantage of. I watch all of these corporations, whether it's Amazon, whether it's uh, uh, Delta, whether it's, um, you know, Chevron, General Motors, you know, Netflix, all of these companies who pay little to nothing in taxes. And I sit back and I say to myself, well, what the hell are they doing? Right. I'll be, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't text my accountant yesterday and say, I demand this of you next year. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just interesting because Donald Trump has himself has built his whole brand on how much money he's made and how successful he is as a businessman. But if you look at his taxes, you see a lot of losses. And he has $300 million worth of loans that he has to start paying back within four years. Oh, don't and so get I think the way that... The way that his brand, but I'm just saying, the way that he's built his brand is that he's an amazing business person. And I also feel like if you're the president of the United States and you you have a certain job and a representation to the people, then you can't do the things that these companies are doing. You have to lead by example, right? See, see, now, see, that's where you're wrong. See, just because it shows on his taxes, it shows a loss on his taxes. It doesn't mean he's actually taking a loss. That's the reason why he's not paying any taxes. Yep. He has a, I a understand that, bunch but of businesses. And that's what people do all day long. And that's how most of these companies pay nothing in taxes because they show losses in, when they fill out their their, uh, their their taxes. That's what... That's yeah, but what if you hear him talk, companies. he doesn't have any losses. Well, uh, here's the thing. It, 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 <laughs> Donald Trump is a liar. We know this. The yeah. media keeps trying to take these angles as if they're shaming the shameless. None of this hurts Donald Trump. No. I get why they I get why they put these things out there, but that's not changing people's minds about Donald Trump. Those of us who already think Donald Trump is a liar, we know this. Okay? But you're not going to change the mind of his supporters. They keep trying to shame the shameless. None of this works. It doesn't. I know what they're trying to do, but this don't but, work. But it, let's it's be honest: Trump. is it a bad is a bad thing that he only pays seven hundred fifty dollars to himself? Is that yes. a bad thing for taxes? Is that a bad thing for him? Is that a bad thing to put out there? I wish I could only pay seven hundred fifty dollars. He didn't put that out there, by the way. Let's I be would, clear: he like, doesn't for, want people to see all, his tax returns. Very true. And first of all, I, I need the IRS to know that uh, I pay I pay all my taxes. Okay, I actually paid a lot, a lot, a lot of money in taxes last year. But my point is. You cannot expect the average American to look at these situations and not say to themselves, how can I pay less taxes too? Simple as that. Is it disgusting that these corporations, these people that are making billions of dollars aren't paying taxes? Yes, it is. Is it uh, natural for me to look at this and be like, damn, how can I pay less taxes too? Yes, it is. Two things can be true, people. I look at it and I say, how can we make these companies have to pay the taxes that they need to pay for people that for programs that we really need here? Yeah, well, let's go to the phone lines. If the money was going to the actual communities that we wanted to go to, if it was going mm-hmm. to the actual communities that we donate money to, I'd be all for it. But we know that ain't happening. Yeah, but the problem I is, see, is somebody, I see the somebody, neighborhoods that money going to. 
some of these people that are making money uh, and finally making money and first time, you know, people in their family making money, I don't think it's fair that for a first-time person to make a couple hundred thousand dollars, you take that much you take that much in taxes from them. This is the first time that they're making it in their family. People should be allowed to create generational wealth because you'll never be able to create generational wealth if you make three, four hundred thousand and they take forty percent taxes. You know, oh, and, and, then, and then you have somebody else that's making billions and paying no taxes, and that money oh, goes to mercy. his kids and his kids and his kids. So how does a first-time person to finally make money in their household or their family to make money and be able to hold it when they take forty percent of it? It doesn't make sense. I looked, I looked at that list of presidential uh, candidates or politicians that have that have ran for president and how much they paid in taxes. I'm paying more money than all of them except for for Joe Biden, and that ain't right. I'm too stupid. They all yep. smarter than me. Yeah. Let the stupid live. Yep. Cut me a break. Nope. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? My name is Aaliyah. How are you guys? Good morning, Aaliyah. Hey, Aaliyah. We know who your parents' favorite singer was. <laughs> yes, sir. So we're asking about paying taxes. You know, Donald Trump only pays $750. What are your thoughts? You want the plug? I would love the plug. I would love it. And it's kind of frustrating because, like, us average people out here, we're really trying to make it. And try to, uh, like, I'm trying to start my own business and things like that. And just seeing that these people that's rich and able to do little things like this is just ridiculous. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just bizarre. Like, how can they get away with stuff like this? But if somebody who filed their taxes, you know, aren't legally, then they can go to jail and things like this. But this man can get away with little things like this. And then I order from Amazon a lot. It makes me not want to order from them anymore because it's like y'all not even looking out for the community, and we and Netflix gotta pay taxes and y'all just do whatever y'all want. I find y'all little loops around taxes. Yep. All right. Listen, and Netflix. Listen, I told my I told my accountant yesterday. I said, man, the white man born with every advantage and still using performance enhancing drugs. I want some of them goddamn drugs. All right. 800-585-1051. We're taking your call. We're talking about Donald Trump only paying $750 in taxes. Do you want the plug? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Donald Trump only paying $750 in taxes. So we're asking, would you want the plug or do you want the plug? Hello, who's this? It's Eli out of Louisville. Eli, what's going on, brother? Now, how y'all doing, man? I appreciate y'all taking my call. Doing good, man. We're talking about Donald Trump only paying $750 in taxes. All right, so... uh. Me being like, I, I still stay right outside of Louisville. I got two things. First of all, the IRS is the the biggest gang there is. So I've been in trouble with before, and I ain't going through that again. So I definitely, definitely going to stay paying my taxes. Another reason is, man, we out here fighting to be equal. And that's some that's some stuff that, you know, the people up top can do. Right now, I'm just trying to be equal. So I don't want them using that against me, saying, like, you don't even pay taxes. How, how, you, how do you how you deserve to vote? So that, that's how I feel mm-hmm. about it. But you ain't answered the question. If you could take advantage of these loopholes and pay less in taxes, would you? Man, no. No. So oh. I, mean, I can't do it. They gonna they man. gonna use they man, they gonna use that against us, man. Okay. You you ain't you ain't in that tax bracket with them. I mean you making good money, but 
and that's some stuff the the, the white powerful people gonna use. I can't I can't take them chances. I ain't right. taking no loopholes. I get what you saying. You ain't wrong. Thank you. All right, brother. Hello, yeah. who's this? Yo, this is Derek from Virginia. Hey, what's going on? Uh, we're talking about paying taxes now. You know Donald Trump only pays $750. Would you want that uh, connect, that plug? This is the thing. It's all business tax law. It's all basic business tax law. Mm-hmm. This is how it goes. When you have a business and you're operating on a net operating loss, or NOL, you can write that business loss off for X amount of years. Now, in his capacity... He's making, of course, millions a year, billions if not. Each year, you have limits on how much you can write off. You can write mm-hmm. off like a quarter million dollars per year. So if in one year he had, let's say, over a million dollars in losses, then that's four years worth of $250,000 he can write off. You got me? Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yeah, it's all basic tax law. Anybody in business, whether you got a corporation, LLC, because I'm a truck driver. I have my own truck. And I make one hundred fifty thousand a year. Okay. I'm, How much did you I'm pay listening, in taxes? Bro. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. There you go. Okay. Okay. So, like, let's say six months down the road, like I blow a motor. So when you blow a motor, let's say I'm down for six months. Now half the year I only made seventy five thousand. So on my tax returns, I can write off seventy five thousand dollars. Okay. And that comes off my off my AGI, and that reduces my tax liability. Okay. Okay, okay, we're getting somewhere. That's all it is. All right. It's, 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 nothing, it's nothing major, but what Wesley Snipes did is tax evasion. You, he didn't pay taxes. He just didn't tax. file taxes at all. And see, and see yeah. by the way, that's what I was thinking too, right? Like, it's not like, well, no, Donald Trump didn't file taxes for 10, 15 years, or am I tripping you? He just didn't pay taxes. Which one is he didn't, he owe- didn't pay. He didn't pay. He didn't pay. See, that's different. And, like, and, clearly, but, clearly, he's doing something that he just found a loophole. But he's he is being audited right now. He's currently in the middle of an audit. But that's tax As law. He should be. Like with just mm-hmm. like Jeff Bezos, like Amazon in the beginning, they were like a textbook company. So imagine the money he had tied up in that business that he didn't make in the first two or three, four years he had it operate. Just All right, like my you, brother. Envy, like, All right. Hold on. Nope, just don't, like don't. you, Envy, real quick. I real pay quick, taxes. Real quick, just like you. Yeah, you pay them. But just like, let's say, all this year, the shows you would have done. The money you would have made. So oh, this year. Oh, this year is a little different. 2020 is a little different. We're going to file taxes a little different in 2020. I'm talking about 2019, 18, 17, 16, yeah. 15. 2020, yeah, yeah we, we lost a lot in 2020. We lost even more. But thank you. All right. Well, Listen, that was a capital one. The moral of the story is this, man. There's not an American alive who wants to pay more in taxes. But we lie to ourselves if we say we don't want to pay less in taxes. And when we hear these stories, whether it's Amazon, Donald Trump, Netflix, Delta, whoever it is, these companies making millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and they're not paying a lot in taxes, are not paying nothing in taxes, we all want to know how we can get that goddamn Nintendo cheat code, too. You're lying to yourself if you say otherwise. But I will say that when I do have those large tax bills, I always tell myself how blessed I am, because the more I owe in taxes, the more I made. That's how I look at it. I just want my tax dollars to I go where they actually could help. You know what I'm saying? Because we see the communities in the areas where those tax dollars go, and they ain't black communities. They ain't brown yeah. communities. I can tell you that much. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and 50 Cent, he actually, uh, somebody told him to shut the F up, and he kind of did it. That never normally happens, so we'll talk about that. All right. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, Dr. Dre's daughter had a problem with 50 Cent talking about her mom. Now, 50 Cent has shared a screenshot of a headline that said, Dr. Dre's estranged wife, Nicole Young, wants $2 million in monthly support. 50 Cent captioned that, these bitches be crazy. How do you even ask for $2 million a month? Well, Truly Young, that's their daughter, actually hopped in the comments. That's Dr. Dre and Nicole's daughter. And she said, ha-ha, coming from an ugly, washed-up early 2000s rapper who filed for bankruptcy and is only envious of my family's wealth and lifestyle. And then she said, have fun spending the rest of your savings on steroids, F you. Then she also said, the blatant misogyny and disrespect by ignorant men that is being shown is absolutely effing disgusting and vile. Calling my mother, my dad's wife, a bitch is unforgivable. You have no respect for me or my siblings, and this is extremely evident. 50, your marketing schemes are as low life and disgusting as you are. Using a photo of my parents and I solely to gain attention for yourself exemplifies a lot of the things wrong with the world right now. You disgust me. And I can speak for women of my generation as well. You are furthering the problems. Everyone already knows that you're a D, but you just proved it yourself. Well, 50 then shared a photo of himself looking at his phone and he captioned it. Dr. Dre's daughter just told me to shut the F up. LOL. I mean, truly young is defending her mom. What you going to mm-hmm. do if you on social media and you see somebody call your mom to be what? <laughs> you can't. And people have to she, she, that. She, she didn't do nothing wrong. are going on going through this and people are weighing in and saying that B don't deserve this. They do. You don't know how Dr. Dre really feels about it. And you also know that they have children together. They love both their parents. So. I think sometimes when we read these stories, we forget that these are actual people who have other people attached to them and people that actually love them and care for them. So, yes, they're going to come to their defense. Truly ain't doing nothing wrong. Absolutely. That's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to defend her mom, her dad as well. Yeah. By the way, did anybody watch Power Book 2 last night since Method Man was trending for his sex scene? Nah, I fell asleep. I watched Lovecraft Country and I was high off that edible and I fell asleep after that. Mm, I, I always watched Power earlier in the day, too, on demand. So I did have a chance to see that. It, I was like, okay, man. It was funny okay, to Matt, watch what? him having a sex scene. Because people were talking about a sex scene. That's why he was trending. I felt awkward watching that because, you know, I worked for them when I was way younger. So mm-hmm. I've never right seen Meth do a sex scene before. Women have loved Meth Man for a long time, though. Meth Man has been considered a sex symbol, right? For a long time, right? Yeah, but we never seen a sex scene like this with meth. You know what I mean? Like, can you think okay. of one? No. Uh, All right. No. So Nene Leakes says that Bravo definitely forced her out. She said, they don't think I deserve to work at all. Now, if you flash back to last week where she was talking about not returning to Real Housewives of Atlanta. I have made the very hard and difficult decision to not be a part of Real Housewives of Atlanta season 13. It wasn't an easy decision for me. I started on the Real Housewives of Atlanta in 2008. I can say that I was a part of a genre that opened up doors for black ensemble reality shows to step up and be a part of what we all now love so much, reality TV. All right, now she was responding to fans who were asking if Bravo would give her a spinoff. She said, they don't think I deserve to work at all in any capacity. Then someone said, it sounds like they forced you out. Is that the story you went out there? They didn't want you to work in any capacity. And she responded, they definitely did. And so Nene has uh, then taken to Twitter to respond to Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams was on with Andy Cohen. And here's what happened on Watch What Happens Live. I believe that this is not a truth. Uh, Nene has quit the show several times, and you'll have her back. 
and Nini likes attention. Uh, I don't know what Nini's going to be doing for money. I'm not trying to count coins, but you know, the housewives is that one thing that all the girls use to promote their other stuff. And what are they going to do? Is it going to be like Greg and Nini? You're going to give them another reality show? That's boring. Now, Nini responded on social media, both are F, their ratings are low. Bye, queens. She on cocaine, so they should stop using her to talk. They both need my help with their poor ratings. Then she says, I will always eat and eat good. Believe that. I've always believed in multiple streams of income, so the leaks are good. You owe cocaine head and you owe racist. No one knew you until you knew me. Remember, I'm icon. Don't forget. Keep trying me, sir, and I'm going to let the world know who you really are. They always manipulating black women to say negative things about each other while they sit and enjoy tearing each other down. Remember Black Lives Matter. Remember Breonna Taylor. Remember the most racist networks. She then said, they're going to leave my name out of these shows. Send me your best discrimination attorney's info to booknini at gmail.com. It's war. The racist is the master manipulator. Uh, She said, they're using me for ratings like they have always done. Nini said that about Wendy? I was confused because she said sir a couple times. So was that a She's talking about Andy because she was on with Andy Cohen. Oh. So was she talking about both of them? Oh, got you, got you. Cause she kind, yeah, okay. She kind of combined it. I was kind of confused. Yeah, yeah, I was lost. Yeah, too. She was like, she was like, respect black women, but then calling Wendy sir. I didn't know what was going on, but she wasn't talking was to Wendy. No, she was talking to Andy Cohen too. Okay, this so maybe. Uh, well, I guess it already is. Why don't we just have a heavyweight boxing match? Who versus who? Wendy, Wendy and Nene put the gloves on. They just need to. That's feel not like fair. Nene. That's not a fair fight. That's not a fair. That's fight. A, why not? That's a heavyweight battle. Nini would drag Wendy all over the place. It's like, no, no. Well, Nini also said, so much you guys just don't know. I'm going to bed now. The systemic racism is greater than you will ever know. And that was five hours ago. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And we don't want to see those two black queens fight. We don't want to see that. It's kind of wild to scream. It's kind of, yes, y'all would love that. It's kind of wild to scream systemic racism. And there's a show with, like, what, eight other black women still on it? Yeah, and a couple of different shows. I just want to know where. I guess you might need to explain. You might need to explain a little bit more, Nene. They just added a black woman for the first time to Real Housewives of New York. LA, uh, LA too, right? Well, yeah, that was last season. Last last season, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, who are you giving that donkey to, Charlemagne? Uh, Donkey of the day is going to a young man named Stephen Millen Castro. He's nasty. Okay. All right. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The Travis Scott meal just dropped at McDonald's featuring the juicy quarter pounder burger with lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard, and bacon. All with medium fries and a drink for just six bucks. Don't forget the barbecue sauce. Price and participations may vary. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They're waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Monday, September 28th goes to Stevens Millen Castro of Palmdale, California. And one of the key words in this story is palm. Oh, yes, there was a palm used in this story. Stevens Millen Castro decided to celebrate Palm Sunday a lot earlier than March this year. Nasty bastard. See, Stevens is one of those men who doesn't handle rejection well. 
the kind of guy that can't just holler at a young lady and get told no. The kind of guy who can't be told by a young lady, I got a boyfriend or I'm married or I'm simply not interested right now. I will never understand for the life of me why men can't handle that. If you try to holler at a woman and she simply says no, that's enough. Move on, young man. Nothing left to see here, okay? She doesn't have to give you a reason. But men and our fragile egos, Lord have mercy, the sense of entitlement and privilege that some of us feel because of our fragile-ass egos is nuts. If you are indeed still out here in these streets and you're looking for a mate, you have to remember that rejection is an unavoidable part of the dating game. Rejection happens to everyone, but sadly, the danger of rejection is real. I really do feel sorry for my homegirls. I feel sorry for my sisters. I feel sorry for my daughters when they have to deal with men, okay? All right, my daughters in the future, I'm I'm, I'm terrified. And this is why I'm sowing the brothers going to therapy. This is why I'm sowing the brothers doing the work to become healed, hold individuals because I don't want the women around me to have to deal with the Stephen Millen Castros of the world, okay? See, Stevens, I don't want to forget the S, the Stevens tried to holler at a coworker and she rejected his advances. Not only did she reject his advances, She filed an HR complaint against him. I have to salute this woman for using her given divine feminine intuition. I know some of y'all saying, damn, all he did was try to holler at a coworker and she went to HR. One, we don't know what he said to her or how aggressive he was being. Two, after hearing what he did, after he was rejected by her, clearly she made the right call. Let's go to CBS LA for the news report, please. This Palmdale man could face more than two years in prison and also have to register as a sex offender for life after he was convicted of putting his semen in a female colleague's jar of honey, water bottle, and on her computer and mouse. The attorney for Stevens, Millen Castro, says he acted out of revenge because the co-worker filed an HR complaint against him after she rejected his advances. The court ruled he did it for sexual purposes, thus requiring him to register as a sex offender. The OC registered reports he also faces up to two and a half years in prison when he is sentenced October 6th. Stephen Millen Castro got rejected by a young lady so he decided to go to the Palm Prom in Palmdale. Oh he decided to visit Rosie Palm and her five friends. He decided to do a little Kodak Jack and put semen in a female colleague's jar of honey in her water, her water bottles and all over her computer mouse. Mm-mm-mm. Boy Stevens need his ass beat. I remember I read an article once about men and how they handle rejection, and the article said how you handle rejection depends on what you believe about yourself or what you tell yourself the rejection means. If that is true, Stevens, what the hell do you think about yourself? What did you tell yourself that rejection meant? I'm just trying to figure out how you go from getting told no to tugging the slug and tossing organic geek yogurt all over this young lady's stuff. Now, what's even more disturbing about this case is his attorneys are saying he shouldn't have to register as a sex offender because he acted out of revenge and not sexual gratification? As if that's better? Play that part of the news report real quick. The attorney for Stevens, Millen Castro, says he acted out of revenge because the co-worker filed an HR complaint against him after she rejected his advances. Hey, listen, Stevens attorneys, two things can be true. Clearly he acted out of revenge, but also clearly he got some sexual gratification out of this because I guarantee as he was shaking hands with Dr. Winky, he was thinking about this young woman. When he ejaculated, he took this young jizzle from the bottom of his lap. Happy born day to young Jeezy, by the way. And put it on her belongings, okay? You put it in her honey and water. That's very specific because you knew 
she had to put those things in her mouth. So in your sick brain, I know that's what you wanted. You wanted that nectar in her mouth. So Stevens, knock it off. You got gratitude from this. So hell yes, you have to register as a sex offender. Stevens, let me tell you something. Rejection is God's protection. Often we hear that saying and we think to ourselves, damn, I I didn't get that. So God must be protecting me from something. Well, in a lot of cases, and this is one of them, that lady uh, had the wherewithal, Stevens, to reject your ass. And I mean ass literally, not just in the Philly way. She rejected your ass and it protected her from dealing with a psychopath. So yes, rejection is definitely God's protection. I want Kathy Griffin and Chelsea Handler to give Stevens the biggest he haul, but I'm not sure what race he is, not to mention there's already enough mayonnaise in this story. Uh, so please let Remy Ma give Stevens, Mill, and Castro the biggest he haul. Hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Disgusting. Mm. All right. Disgusting. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051, when we're asking, what's the craziest thing that happened after you've been rejected or after you rejected somebody? All right? 800-585-1051, what's the craziest thing you've done after you've been rejected or that somebody's done to you after you rejected them? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, if you just joined us, uh, we were talking about some revenge. Now, who did you give Donkey to, Charlamagne? Uh, Donkey went to a brother named, I don't know if he's a brother, but his name is Stevens Millen Castro of Palmdale, California. He's a nasty bastard. Uh, he tried to holler at a young lady that he worked with. He got rejected, so he decided to uh, masturbate and spread the semen all over her belongings. Ugh. My goodness. All right, so we're asking, 800-585-1051, what's the craziest thing you've done, I guess, uh, when you got turned down, or the craziest thing somebody's done to you. Now, what about you, Yee? Either or. Now, yeah, no, I ain't never did nothing crazy, but I did have uh, somebody that when I decided to disentangle myself, he tried to call my job and say all kinds of crazy things at my job to the people that worked there. He had them on the phone uh, just saying things that weren't true, saying that I was stealing money, all kinds of stuff, and tried to get me fired from my job. Yikes. Oh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, he was crazy. Charlamagne, what was the crazy thing you've done to somebody? Well, you know, I've always handled rejection, even at my worst. Even at my worst when, you know, I was toxic, when I wasn't healed. Even at my worst, I've always handled rejection by simply just ignoring the person. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you holler at a woman and, you know, she don't want to holler back, you just ignore her. Like, literally. I act like she don't exist. (laughs) Like, like, wouldn't speak to her. Nothing. And, you know... For some reason, that tends to work. Like when you start when you start ignoring a, a, a person, they want to know why you're not ignoring them anymore. So then, they kind of become like the person trying to highlight you, which is strange. I, I mean, that was my experiences when I was young. I don't, you know, I don't think they wanted you anyway. But let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Natalie. Hey, Natalie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm hey, doing Natalie. well. And yourself? Good. Good. Just coming from work. Central. Okay, so what's the craziest thing that uh, somebody has done to you or you've done to somebody? 
Um, the craziest thing that happened was um, a group of friends and I, we were walking down the street. I'm from Brooklyn, by the way. Um, hey. <laughs> we were walking down the street in Brooklyn on a, on a popular street, um, if you're familiar with um, Church Avenue. Mm-hmm. And we're walking down that street. It was like about four or five of us. And this guy tried to talk to my friend. And politely, she just, you know, ignored it. But then she was like, no, Uh-oh. I'm interested. He began to shoot at us. What? What? Yes. I thought she was going to say, he said, bitch, you ain't all that, or hit you with a bottle, but he started shooting? It is Brooklyn. What year was this? That's what he said. Um, this was like maybe, I want to give it like six to seven years ago. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> it was crazy. Was, was, it, was, it, was it Juve? No, it's on Church Avenue. Church Avenue. It was, I don't not, know Juve. It was not Juve, but I don't know if you guys remember, there was like a, a, a cop who got shot down there like a couple of years ago from like a... I remember. Setting. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that, that, that situation involved the same person. Just to, I mean, I'm not trying to snitch on so him. So he was off. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with snitching. Did he get locked up? Did he get locked up? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. You know, I'm still Brooklyn. Yes. I don't know. First of all, <laughs> Megan, first of all, Megan to Brooklyn, okay? That, when Natalie. somebody shoots at you, Natalie, I know. When somebody <laughs> shoots you, you can tell on them, okay? Um, You're right. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes, when a guy shoots at a woman, you can tell yes. on that they guy. Got, he didn't hit anybody, right? Nobody got shot, right? No, thank God none of my friends thank were God. injured. We were all okay, but we were so scared. And nowadays, it's like you can't even you can't even say no to a guy or even ignore know, sometimes man. that you, it puts you in danger. You know, so it's like it's crazy, and especially in Brooklyn, like these guys are different. You know. Yeah, so, but you got to tell though. You got to tell. The reason you got to tell is because. Thank God that none of y'all got shot, but the person behind y'all could have got shot. You know what I mean? We definitely got to tell point of finger. Absolutely. Or, or the yeah, next woman, the woman that he actually gets involved with and gets his heart broke. Right. That is ridiculous. 100%. Thank 100%. you, Mama. So when you, he's in jail. So that, well, he would be if you'd have told Natalie. <laughs> so Charlamagne, when she said, you know, it's hard out here because these guys, these guys are a little different now. And you say, yeah, I know. What, what, what have you experienced, Charlamagne? What do you mean? Never mind. 800 no, yeah. no, 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 stop. I'm saying, yeah, I know. You said it, not me. I'm just I, asking. Because I hear the stories of these Negroes being crazy. Not even just Negroes, by the way, just men. I'm, I don't want to take, take the Negro part out. Men are crazy, okay? You hear these stories mm-hmm. about women getting rejected and men jump out the window and do stuff like how homie did to Natalie just now. That's that is true. Women are sometimes scared to tell a guy no because you don't know how he might act. That is true. Jesus Christ. That is true. And then for somebody like myself, they got three daughters. What do you say? Goodness gracious. And I tell you, the city, Manhattan's been looking creepier and creepier the last couple of months. Oh, my God. Okay. I tried to tell people that the other day, and they act like I'm crazy. No. New York looks insane. New York looks creepy. Like, New York looks like police are off. Yeah. The, the government done said F New York. Like, New York looks insane right it now. It does. Yeah, I'm scared for my daughter. But 800-585-1051, we're asking, uh, what have you done crazy when you were rejected? Or what has somebody done to you? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinions to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about being rejected. Or have, you know, you've been rejected so crazy you did something wild or has somebody did something wild to you? So let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Diego. What up, DJ NV? Hey, Diego, what's poppin'? 
No, much. Hey, I was calling because y'all had uh, said what happened when somebody when you turned somebody away. All right, so I was mm-hmm. talking to. Uh, I'm my bad. How y'all doing today? Good. Yeah, what's good, up, King? Brother. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Charlemagne, I got both of your books. Yeah, I listen to your Thank lip you. service. Thank you. Um, but now nah, I was talking to this girl and she wanted to smash. I was going to smash, but she had a little smell to it, and I ain't wanted the brother to smash. <laughs> and it got a little smell to it. Mm-mm-mm. So she, uh, so she, yeah. So so I just like, so like, no, nah, I'm not about to smash. I'm not about to woo woo. So she leaves, but she leaves in her underclothes. Goes out in front of my apartment, naked, yelling, to the point the police had to come and all that. The police wow. did this. She tell the police, she tell the police that I put her out after I smashed her. And I told Doesn't the police, I don't even smash her. Shorty stink stink. Like I'm not smashing that. Shorty stink stink. Oh my Girl, gosh. No, that, that was the wildest story uh, for me though. Did the police oh, so she got you? okay? She got rejected. Yeah, she got rejected for sure. I mean, I smashed. Did the police her believe you? Smell like that. He oh. said, I smashed it. I smashed before, but it didn't smell like that. You nasty, bro. Probably, it it might have been your fault. You might have gave her a yeast infection. Hell no. Nah, I ain't filed none of that shit. It wasn't me. I don't know what was on with her that day. I don't know what she ate or what, but that joint was just like, it? Did I what? <laughs> Boy, you crazy. You crazy, crazy. Hell no. Nah. Angela, he asked you if you used a condom, and you said, boy, did I what? Boy, you crazy. Oh, Hell no. Nah. Nah. No, no, no. No, no. No. Don't you lie to me. You lying, bro. <laughs> Have a good one. What's the, what's the moral of the story, guys? <laughs> the moral of the story is rejection um, is God's protection. And I know we always say that in regards to us and the things that we don't get. But sometimes, man, when you have the wherewithal to reject somebody, you're rejecting them because you know the crazy that exists within those humans. I feel sorry for women out here. I really, truly do. I feel sorry for my daughters in the future, man. These dudes out here, egos be so goddamn fragile. It's disgusting. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, and we are going to talk about Jordan Woods. She just recently did an interview and uh, she basically was talking about how everything in her life changed after the whole scandal with Tristan Thompson. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meg Thee Stallion. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, Megan Thee Stallion's attorney is saying that they have been made aware of manipulated text messages and invented email accounts that have been disseminated to the media trying to peddle a false narrative about the events that occurred on July 12th. I actually got some of those emails as well. Mm. Uh, I did too. Mm-hmm. And, and that went to my booking email. So there was one that was from... Uh, someone who was Tory Lanez's former security or something like that. And I saw, mm-hmm. I did see a couple of sites uh, post that. So they're trying to say that he's putting out this false narrative and it's a smear campaign. Now, uh, the hospital where Megan Thee Stallion was treated also said that she was shot. People are trying to say that she was not shot. There was no gunshot injury. If you know, uh, Tory Lanez himself said, wouldn't she have uh, some real injuries to her feet, uh, tendons, all kinds of uh, things. If she, how come it didn't hit any bones and tendons? Well, according to the report, they said that she was shot and she was diagnosed with a gunshot injury. So the physician did determine that her wound was a result of a gunshot. So they want to put that to rest also. Now, sources well, they said are it was, they saying... Said it, they said it was bullet fragments. So 
I mean, I mean, either way, somebody could have shot at her and the bullet hit the ground and then the, the, it ricocheted and the fragments hit her foot. Either way, you know, mm-hmm. clearly somebody was shooting in her direction. So in addition to that, there's also allegations now that Tory Lanez told Megan Thee Stallion to dance, bitch, before firing at her feet. So that oh, is a, uh, according to a source Mm-mm. close to the situation. They also said that Tory Lanez is offering hush money to Megan and her best friend Kelsey in the aftermath of the shooting. Even as Megan was receiving medical treatment, they said he was texting her, offering money. Now, Rick Ross and Tory Lanez ended up getting into it with each other. And it all started with Rick Ross saying this about the timing of Tory Lanez releasing this Daystar project. Just out of respect for Breonna Taylor, brother. We got to respect these sisters. That ain't how you address the accusations you're facing with the sister. That was a poor choice, homie. You ain't getting no money with that Now, Friday was the anniversary of Tory's mom's death. Grandmother, I, I read. Did he say grandmother or mom? No, he said the deeper meaning was actually, yeah, nine, September 25th was his mother's birthday, the day she passed away, the day the album dropped. That's what he said. Yeah, so, so it's her birthday and the day that she died. So does that change Correct. your mind about the timing of the album, hearing that? Um, I mean, look, he has his reason for why he put it out when he did. I think it's weird to do a whole project that's kind of like going in on everybody. And- well, do you... Do you think if Tori had done an explanation about what happened prior to dropping uh, music about it, would it would it have been received better? I'm just asking. Yeah, probably. I mean, he has his gotcha. reasons for that date. But mm-hmm. I also feel like out of respect for what had just happened during that time, maybe that overrides certain things. Yeah. I don't know. The Breonna Taylor. Yeah, you got to yeah, read the was, room. Yeah, you got to read the room. Because I was just thinking if he would have dropped on another day, would, would, have, would him would him have been uh, replying in that way have been received better? I just wondered. Yeah, but right, well, I, I mean, maybe he wanted to do something for his mom's birthday, which is is just like you said, he he should have read the room better. Absolutely. All right, now Tory Lanez responded to Rick Ross's video. He said, "I respect you too much as a black man to disrespect you in these times." However, I went out and marched nine days straight for Breonna Taylor in your city. I didn't see the boss out there once. Also, stop tagging your endorsements and post about her. It's a poor decision. And Rick Ross responded and said this. You ain't protesting Miami. Only reason you was out there is because your condo that you stay in, $1,500 a month, damn protest was coming right down there. So you went down and took a, a photo op. That's cool. Let's don't insinuate that. Go out your way for the sisters. Poor Decisions is putting together an album and trying to profit off some people like myself was to hear you address this and move on. Question. If mm-hmm. Beyonce dropped a lemonade, what beverage was Tory Lane's Project Daystar? I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know. I'm just no okay. question. Right I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know. What do you think? Right I'm now. sure you got an answer. Uh, I would say tea. It was a lot of tea on okay. that album. Boom. Okay. Okay. Now, Chris Rock said that he tried to get Cardi B her own comedy TV show, and this is before she even had music out and before he even knew that she was a rapper. Here's what he had to say when he was on Jimmy Fallon. My kids showed me this Cardi B girl, and she didn't have a record out or anything. And she told me about her rap at the time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you're a comedy star. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I think Cardi B is the funniest woman or one of the funniest people, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. Chappelle, Cardi. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like in the standings right now, yeah. like who are the funniest people in the world? Yeah, Cardi's right up there. Okay, Chris Rock recognizing that talent early, and mm-hmm. you know, just along those lines, Fargo 
The new installment of Fargo is on FX, the fourth season, and that's actually going to be on tonight, starring Chris Rock. So Jason Schwartzman is also starring. It highlights two immigrant families vying for a piece of the American dream and a tale of immigration, assimilation, and power. So make sure you guys watch that. And if you want to get a piece of the pie yourself, you can enter to win at thebreakfastclub.iheart.com slash Fargo Flavors between uh, September 28th and October 4th. So you have to be 18 or older and a U.S. resident, no purchase necessary. So make sure you tune in this Sunday at 10 p.m. And that's for a special double feature on mm-hmm. FX. Actually, no, it debuted yesterday. Today's the 27th, right? To the 28th, right? What's today's date? All right, so yeah, it debuted yesterday on FX. I also want to know what year was that uh, where Chris took Cardi to television? Because, you know, just for the historical record, uh, Breakfast Club has been on Cardi B since about 2013. Um, first time that uh, somebody ever played one of Cardi B's records on the radio was The Breakfast Club, Cheap Ass Weave. Just want to throw yep. that out there. You know what I mean? All right, now Jordan Woods has done an interview, and she's saying that everything in her life changed after the whole scandal with Tristan Thompson. She's uh, just now opening up in an interview on the YouTube series Now with Natalie about the scandal and how she dealt with everything in the aftermath of it. Here's what she had to say. This is your path. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. It's easy to make it seem like the world is against you. And in that case, in that moment, I did feel like everything was against me. And the only thing I really had to lean on was my faith and my family. At some point in time, you're going to go through something that feels like your world is falling apart. Seems a little old. Seems a little dated, don't it? How long ago? Well, it's the first time she's really spoken on it. So maybe it took I thought her she that long. She did, red t- she did Red Table Talk. Yeah, that was kind of right after. Exactly. But I think there's... <laughs> so, like, yeah, it does seem a little old. It seems it like seems this happened so long ago. Like, this was like way Jordan, before I, pandemic. Way before I feel pandemic. like, though, yeah. as far as, like, the healing that she's had, this is the time. Because when she first did that, I think it was still fresh. There was still a lot of back and forth. I think oh, this is okay, more okay, like okay. I'm in a place of healing. And How she got things, out of it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So there you have it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. It's Jeezy's birthday, so let's get some Jeezy on in the mix. Salute to Jeezy. Young Jeezy. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, um, shout to all my cyclists out there. To this weekend, I did 106 miles on the bike this uh, last weekend. So, had a How great much how much gel you had to put on your butt? It's not gel. It's gel pants. And it's just you just put on one pair of pants and you ride, the, you know, the whole time. Hey. Okay. I actually ran into a whole uh, group of cyclists that were cycling over to Brooklyn from Newark. I was in the park doing my little jog over the weekend. And it was a whole group of people. They actually stopped to talk, but they said they rode all the way from Newark. So shout That's out to dope. them. That's dope. Shout out to all the cyclists out there. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. The positive note is simple. Uh, and I want y'all to remember this on this fine Monday. Do good, they're going to talk. Do bad, they're going to talk. So do you, and <laughs> just let them talk. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> 